Thank you for tuning in to another fun episode with your favorite mouse moms, Jennifer. Bonjour. Lori. <laughs> Hi. And Juliana, that's me. Hello. This was the saddest bonjour I've ever heard. Right. <laughs> anyway, I just don't if, do it as well as you do. Well, touche. <laughs> Maybe you should stop doing it. Okay. Bonjour. <laughs> Do we oh need God. to start over? No, keep going. <laughs> no, we are going. We are oh, going. We are committed. <laughs> All right. So it may be 9,000 degrees where you live. It's still 9,000 degrees where I live, but you have to admit it. Halloween is right around the corner. And although we Mouse Moms cannot agree about pumpkin, pumpkin spice. Pumpkin or, spice releasing today. Just or when it should there. be served, which apparently is this week or next, last week by the time this airs, I think. Yeah. We do agree that Halloween celebrations are always in order, always welcome. I think as soon as we get to like the first week of anyone starting school, we can start celebrating Halloween. <laughs> so we just had to be there for the very first night of Boo Bash, which is this year's Walt Disney World Halloween After Hours event. But before we get into all things Boo Bash, what you get, what we thought, we of course have to have the mouthful cocktail. Yeah, so even though I was not at this year's Boobash and there was no stick flat Lori stick figure included, but um, that was a big mistake, by the way. I admit it, that. I'm it sorry. Really was. Huge. Was um, it a mistake though? It, oh, well, we'll see if it's a mistake come the 50th when Jen's not with us. Uh huh. Whoa. <laughs> Oh, we're getting raw with the mouth come on, y'all. We will see. Um, okay, so mouse get cocktails. So unfortunately, Magic Kingdom does not serve alcohol. Um, so our mouse cocktail is without alcohol, but they still have some very good exclusive um drinks there. And our tip to this is that if you are making these at home, you can add your own alcohol. Um, so the drinks they have, they have an apple ginger dale, which is frozen apple cider mixed with ginger ale topped with whipped cream and chopped Twix. I love Twix. Stop making this sounds thing. so disgusting. It sounds like an apple cider with whipped cream with and Twix. chocolate. Ew. What is, I'm sorry. Do you eat, people eat Twix is literally caramel and no, no. chocolate. No, you can keep saying that. I guess like a chocolate candied covered apple. I don't know. Yep. This sounds gross. No, I don't think it sounds that bad. No. Although I don't necessarily want chunks of Twix in my drink. Like the cookie kind you of chews me out. You shouldn't really have to chew your drink. Have you ever had a milkshake with Twix? Yes, but not with apple in it. I, I don't understand. For me, it's the fact that it's apple cider and not like ice cream. Anyway, put a little Anyways. bourbon in it and I'll drink it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> if, if I would have said, and this drink has bourbon, all through, all of you would have been like, oh, this Ooh. sounds delicious. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> What's the, I like this one. And all right. So the next one is, for this one. Yeah. The next one is the mocha chocolate chip, frozen mocha topped with whipped cream, chocolate chips, and a sugar acorn on top. Yeah. This pretty much sounds like a mocha frappuccino without the coffee. With bourbon. 
<laughs> oh, sorry. Wait, <laughs> BYOB. <laughs> so, so this is the one that I chose to be our Thirsty Thursday drink this week because this is the one that I was like, oh, I'd drink that. The other two, I was like, oh. This no one just sounds like a mocha frappuccino, but without yes. coffee. Yes. Okay. And? All right. All right. <laughs> I'd rather have a pumpkin spice latte. All right. The last one, which I think they should change the name, is the Prince John Sucker. I can't. Uh, <laughs> which is a tart green apple lemonade slush topped with whipped cream and a ring pop. Again, I have problems with the cream whipped cream on the tart. But it could be good with bourbon, but I'm buying this for the ring pop. I was going to say, this is a huge selling. I mean, the kid, as soon as any, and myself, any kid and myself sees a ring pop on a drink, I'm buying it. Who doesn't love just, a ring pop? Just love buy the pop. ring pop. They, they don't, don't sell, sell just ring pops. Actually, they might in the Emporium, they might sell just ring pops. Or BYO ring pop. BYO <laughs> bourbon. All anyway, those yeah. are the three drinks that are exclusively at the Magic Kingdom for the Boobash. I have um, to say, these drinks sounded so bad. I would have been more excited if there was a pumpkin spice thing on there. Oh, oh thank that's you. Sound, they sound good. Wait, so did you guys not try any of these? No. We were very busy. Let's we were busy running. All, yeah. Let's talk, Jen. Give us the yeah. 411 on Boobash and let's talk about yeah. all the things at Boobash that led us to not being able to try <laughs> frosty beverages. <laughs> I feel like there was a fail here somewhere. There were a lot no. of fails at Boobash. We're going to talk about we're it. Gonna, we're going to get into it. So the 411 Boobash. So Boobash is currently running. Select nights. I'm echoing again. I don't hear you. Okay. Boobash is currently running select nights um, August 10th through uh, October 31st. We were there opening night on August 10th. Um, the event is from 9 p.m. to midnight or 9.30 to 12.30. So our event was 9.30 to 12.30. However, entrance, you, you can enter without a regular park pass, but with your ticket, party ticket, you can enter at 7. Um, the Happily Ever After is running on those nights around 8.15 or 8.45. So it's a great chance for you, even if you don't have a park pass or a park reservation to the Magic Kingdom, you can still see Happily Ever After one last time because we know that's ending October 1st. I have to interrupt for a second because I'm really irritated about this. I'm irritated <laughs> that they did not tell us ahead of time that this is how it was going to be because every other one they did not include the fireworks. The fireworks yeah. were not, they were not running that night. And I feel like this was well, not complicated. Well, what do you mean though? Every other party or every other after I know hours it's an event. after hours and not a party, but the fact that they had this event, which was supposed to replace the very uh, not so scary, it they did not communicate this part. I think that that's what it is. I think yeah. it's a miscommunication because villains after hours, you were able to see happily ever after, and then also the you know stage shows and fireworks for this the is, villains party. This is one of the things that that is when Disney's language becomes really important, and I think that when people who follow as closely as we do see after hours event, these are the triggers. These are the things I've heard. I have not confirmed because nothing's ever confirmed. Because like Lori said, they didn't put it officially in no. writing. They just called it an after hours event and expected us to know. I've heard capacities lower at, at after hours events, which 
then then at say Mickey's not so scary or whatever, which is why we'll talk about this. We're sort of skipping ahead a little bit, but we were going to talk pricing and things like that and how it compares to a party versus an after hours event. But um, crowds I hear are lower and also things like this. You get the parade at the beginning, you know, the hours are different, of course, things like that. So when they use the phrase after hours event, those are the things I think that they mean to the rest of us. We're like, Oh, it's just another party, but, but they have their reasons. Oh, I they get do. it. I just feel communication fail. They do um, though. And it should have been communicated well, because now you can see the fireworks if you don't have a boobash ticket. Well, and, and I think, I think knowing what we know now, I think, at, you know, putting the travel agent hat back on, I think it'll be easier to sell this event to people because now we know what to expect and what you're getting. So, correct. so basically the, the price for these tickets are um, anywhere between $129 per person to $199 per adult or child plus tax, depending depending on the event date. Um, but let's talk about what you get for that price because um, it, it is, it's gonna be hard to not compare it to Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. Um, I think it's a little bit easier to compare it to Villains After Hours because that's the vibe that I got from it. But um, but but let's, let's talk about what we get. So um, you do get access to the Magic Kingdom starting at 7 p.m right around like 8.30 or so, right when Happily Ever After was happening, they really start ushering non-ticket people out of there. Um, the way the way that it happened, so Juliana and I got there right at seven. There was a special line for party ticket holders. You had to swipe your, your band or show your ticket, whatever, swipe your ticket that showed that you had party tickets and then you we actually had to get into a second line where we got a special wristband that also and the whole thing took 10 minutes yeah it was not very long at all like um, but, but the wristband was a really easy way for cast members to see who belonged you know beyond the gates um and and who they needed to turn around and redirect down main street to kind of right leave the park there's a two hour overlap, right? Party starts at nine, park closes at nine to regular guests, right? They have to be out by nine, but guests can come in at seven. So between seven and nine, you've got both people mixing and walking all around the park. So park cast members are standing behind, were they behind ropes in some cases? Anyway, just standing there asking people to hold up their wristbands and it's dark and I did not envy their position, but um, yeah. worked out for me because I had a wristband. It's so, a, so okay, so for your money, you get the three plus two, three hours of the party plus two, free soft drink and ice cream. And um, popcorn. Well, included, I shouldn't say. It's not free. And popcorn. Yeah. Um, and all sorts of stuff. So, like, um, you know, for me, the biggest thing was the crowds were super low. Yes. Granted, we did not go on a sold-out night. Well, that's debatable. So that was prior, debatable to too. The, <laughs> prior to the event, the event on August, the opening night, August 10th, was listed as sold out. True. However, when we got there, Lori texted us a picture that showed tickets, tickets for tonight's party are available here and said, go check it out. And we did indeed check it out. And they were selling tickets on the night of. 
So, so it begs the question on future. I mean, I wouldn't, this would not be a strategy I would employ on Halloween night, but, no. but if, you know, begs the question, if you're a local and it gets closer, you know, maybe. Or would, if you are not a local and you tried to get tickets and it was sold out, it it's worth your while to go and verify that and see there. if there are night of tickets available because they, there were. And the, and the family sitting next to me at one of the parades said, I wish we had known that we would have been able to get tickets tonight. I wouldn't have showed up at Rope Drop today and spent all day running around Magic Kingdom. And they were tired for the party. But right. um, So, yes, you do get you get the three hours of the party plus two hours ahead of time. You get the free soft drinks, bottled water, ice cream, popcorn. Um, there was uh, those drinks that we were talking about during the mask of cocktail. Those would be extra. They also had an extra um, uh, party exclusive snack that would have been you, you have to pay extra for that. Unlike some of the other parties, there was no exclusive party merchandise. There was that it was the first time that they had put onto the shelves Halloween merchandise, but all of that merchandise would have been available during the day to right. just regular park goers. Right. So this was explained to me also by a cast member in the Main Street Emporium. She specifically said, nope, this is an after hours event, not a party. There's no exclusive merchandise. So again, that's where the name comes in. And again, I might be mistaken, but I, I really could have sworn I remembered there being exclusive villains after hours party. There was a pin at the very least. I remember, I think I remember seeing a t-shirt, like not a ton of stuff. Yeah. But Honestly, I think the some party, of this. Could you get the Disney villains stuff during regular hours? I, I don't, don't think so. Think so, but you know, know what? I think part of this has to go into play too. You have, um, you know, you have these after-hour events going on. You have the fiftieth that's about to hit. You have that exclusive merchandise coming out. You have the Halloween merchandise coming out. Are they really going to use the manpower and everything else to then put out exclusive? Yes. Part of going, I think part of going to these parties is that it gives you like that feeling of exclusivity and you want something special so that you're like, this is my souvenir from this thing that I was lucky enough to be able to go and experience. There is some truth to that for sure. For sure. Yeah. Especially for that ticket price. The merchandise for me was underwhelming. And I love Halloween stuff, but I would have liked to see something just exclusive to after hours. However, I'm grateful there wasn't because God knows I didn't need to spend any more money. <laughs> this, this is also true. This is also so true. That. So there's also trick or treating. I think that I counted seven spots. Which was exciting to see because it's always iffy. During, your warrant um, is up. Yeah, that's your car yeah. Sorry. All good. So, yeah, so... You get a bag, it's a small bag, like a little, like what you would get, like for a reusable grocery bag, but mini size and plenty of candy. I'm not there for the trick or treating. I've heard people complain the bag is really small, but like, I mean, it's just a fun thing to do. And the cast members are super great and nice. It was really fun. See, they and to have me, an allergy friendly trick or treating station, which is nice. Yeah. Um, I'd to like me, to this is that. all the same as the Halloween party. So when you call it an after hours, but you connect the party part, I'm yeah. like, this is what the Halloween party was. I went yeah. trick-or-treating around with my kids. You're right. And they so, got a ton of candy. 
Yeah. So another thing that's similar to the Halloween Mickey's Not So Scary is the exclusive photo pass shots. There are tons, tons throughout the park available. And I will and say those were had some of the longer lines of the night. Yes. With good reason, honestly. They were fun. They were really fun to get those at the end of the party. I, I don't know. That part was really fun. I liked that. I'm glad that those made a, a reappearance. I wish I had gotten to all of them because these were my favorite part of the night to be perfectly frank. So there's the headless horseman one and we'll post pictures on our blog, but the hitchhiking ghost one, which I absolutely have to get. There's one looking down main street where you look like you're stirring a witch's cauldron. That one's awesome. There's one with the book from Hocus Pocus. There's one. I didn't know this one was existing. I'm disappointed. I didn't know because it was opening night. Right. But there's one where they make Main Street look all spooky and foggy and black and white with like bats flying over oh. the castle. So cool. There's one with Maleficent, like the cartoon dragon. There's one with the black pearl in a glass bottle. And so they're thought- doing the tangled toilets one. Yep. I, I saw that. The bottom back. line is, number one, I think it was difficult because we went opening night and there were a lot of unknowns because we didn't have the benefit of reading other people's blogs to see like what all we could expect. But number two, it's a three hour party. So even though we were able to get into the park at seven, none of the events or nothing was available party wise until 930. And from 930 to 1230, that's a very short amount of time to hit everything. So we really like, you know, there are you're going to see Well, we will post all of our pictures and everything in our blogs, but there are very few pictures of me and Juliana in, in the pictures together, because we literally had to divide and conquer to be able to see as much as we could see to to share with you guys. So I blame you. It was was our goal to see everything, to see and do everything, right? So that we could report back to you. Um, But I think a plan and and having, you're having the benefit of our doing that is that you can pick and choose because you just can't do it all. So we talked about what? The photo pass shots, the rides were all working. There were no overlays, by the way. And by that, we mean during the Halloween parties of years past, they would would put Halloween lights on the ceiling of Space Mountain, or they would would have real pirates and Pirates of the Caribbean. That were only available during the party. They They would take them down and not do those things during the regular business day. And then they would come out even for, by the way, the after hours villains party. So I kind of did expect some of that to make an appearance during this after hours party as well. And that was one of the things that I was kind of disappointed in. I agree. I expected that. I didn't think that was a difficult thing for them to do. They've done it in years past. So um, I'm not surprised at all. Um, Okay. So the other big thing, the big, big change that we should talk about before we, because, and then I want to talk about strategy, like how would you tackle this Mm -hmm. um, if your goal wasn't what our goal was, which was to see and do it all. (laughs) Um, The cavalcades. So there's no um, parade, which, which, I'm not a huge parade person. You all know I love, love, love Festival of Fantasy Parade. I hope they bring it back. But parades and shows aren't my must-do at Disney. Um, So I, but however, that Halloween parade was the bee's knees to sound like. I mean, 
just just the grave diggers like you can take everything else away but those grave diggers and dragging their shovels and making the sparks that something about, yeah something about halloween time turns me into a show and and parade kind of person so there's no big parade which is sad because it was a great one however the opportunity to see cool characters and dancing and get a little bit of that is not non-existent there's plenty of opportunity because they have three cavalcades mm -hmm. plus the maleficent thing which they're not calling a cavalcade i guess right. and each of those goes twice a night so even right. if you don't plan to see one or two of these you're gonna see them you're gonna see it which was very cool um so that that was that was great so there was the mickey and friends which was your very kid friendly nothing scary about it um parade and then they had a Jack Skellington cavalcade. And then they had a villains one, which was very awesome. And then, of course, the finale was Maleficent. Um, um, it's called uh, Maleficent's Fiery Prowl. Yes. Wait. And that uh, Fiery Prowl, but she was not blowing smoke. She was not. I saw it once. I think there then, was a technical issue because I think. Once we got down Main Street, she wasn't doing it. So yeah, I think sorry on that one. We don't exactly. I think something must have happened because I did see it at the very beginning when she started, and then that was it. So something must have happened. Um, I, and the I other also, oh sorry the the other thing that um, was diff definitely different from not so scary is there were no stage shows per se, although we did have the Dapper Dan's singing from the rooftop over Was by country bears the cadaver dance sorry yeah sorry you're right and i have to tell you i was captivated we were waiting for a, a thing and i went over to watch and i recorded they are they're great yeah they're great. So that was fun. But I do like, like, I love the Sanderson sisters, seeing them on stage. It was, I get it. Um, they can't do everything and they're trying to do what they can and do it safely. But, you know, and if you've never been to Mickey's Not So Scary, you would never even miss it. Right. Well, um, another, another big difference, right? Mickey's um, not so scary. A lot of people go for the opportunity to meet characters that you can't meet in normal times. Um, but here there's really only three character sighting spots and you can't, you know, do the whole meet and take the picture. It's the whole selfie thing, which we understand. Um, actually there's more than three. I take it back, but you've got Gideon and Honest John at Pinocchio Village House, Chip and Dale at the Frontierland Balcony, Pirate Goofy mm -hmm. at, uh, Pirates, which I don't know. So who's your favorite pirate you've ever taken a photo with there, Jen? Mm -hmm. I've only taken one with Jack Sparrow. I mean, he's the OG, but Pirate Goofy was very cute and there was nobody there. So yes. we really like hung out with him and waved and I mean, chatted a one-sided conversation. Right, him. right. But and then there's Winnie the Pooh and Friends at Crystal Palace. And my favorite, Miss Carlotta and Miss Renata with Broom the Butler outside of Haunted Mansion. Yeah, um, I missed that one. I missed I that know. one. It's easy to miss the stuff if you don't know that it's there because there really is um, so much going on at these parties. Oh, by the way, all these characters are in costume, which is yes, right? yes. Like, so really Goofy cute. was dressed up as a pirate, and I think Chippendale were also. I don't know. Um, I have to look at my pictures. I got cut off. Sorry, guys. Uh, no, we didn't miss you. 
so I did. Did you guys talk about the Winnie the Pooh characters and friends at Crystal Palace? Because I was a little bit sad with this outside uh -huh. Crystal Palace. <laughs> right, but yeah. Like, they're not inside. I'm like, you're so close. You're yeah. so close. <laughs> uh, that is that is true. That is true. Well, and there was also a dance party that we missed, and that is typical to these parties. So that was yeah. nice that that's that that's there. The kids like that. I would say that one's usually over by the Tomorrowland area. Yes. So, yeah. Here's my thought. There's a ton. Like there's a ton of stuff available. You will not be bored at this party. No. And now you know what all there is. So you need to have a plan of attack. You need to decide what's important to you and what do you want to see and do with your time at this party because it goes fast. But like I said, there's a lot of cool stuff that you can't normally do. So and we didn't even talk about the rides because the rides are open and the wait times, I think there's, there is a post going up this week that I screenshot um, the wait times for the rides and there was nothing more than 20 minutes and the 20 minute waits were few and far between. It was we rode, my train. Yeah. And we, we went on Thunder Mountain and had no wait. And in fact, no one was waiting behind us. So the cast member was like, you can stay if you want. So we wound up just staying and riding it over and over again. So that was before the party even started. Right. Yeah. I was going to say the part that I'm upset about though, is the no overlays. Yeah. Yeah. That's something so easy to do. Like Space Mountain was one of my favorites. They turned off the lights. They like right. there was no lights, no nothing, no stars. Right. It's a flick of a button, people. Just right. turn it off. And now you have an overlay. Yeah. Right. I'm not sure what I mean, budget. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Wouldn't that save them money there? That, so no. that I mean that was one of my favorites. There go the dogs. Sorry. Okay. Um <laughs> so um, yeah, so, yeah, so I guess we didn't really talk about how we attacked it, but we'll probably talk about that while we talk about, I think each of us should say what we think we would do for a party. So Jen, how would you, if you were going just you to enjoy yourself, not as a reconnaissance mission, what would you do? Definitely get there at seven. Um, at seven o'clock, the quick service restaurants are still open. So I would grab something quick to eat because there is not much food available during the party. Um, and so, you know, either eat prior to at six o'clock or eat right at seven at a quick service, walk around and eat. And then I would probably do some rides. If this was my only Magic Kingdom day, I would definitely go check out the fight, the happily ever after. But if this was not... Then while everybody's watching happily ever after and the cast members are really kind of thinning out the parks at that point for just party guests, I would do some attractions. Um, I would hit all of the photo op sites right away. And then I would catch the second showing of all the cavalcades. And the cool thing about the cavalcades, I'm not sure that we mentioned is that there were, you know, three different ones plus the Maleficent, but they literally went right one right after another within like 10 minutes of, of each of them starting. So you really, you, you could just stand in that one place and catch all four of them and then, and then be done, which was really cool. Um, and, and I don't know that I would waste my time on the exclusive snacks, but grabbing a Mickey bar while I'm walking around. Absolutely. So 
that's how I would tackle it. Yeah, I think I'd be quite similar. Um, for me, I would just catch the cavalcades as they come. So yes, definitely grab something to eat. Um, we ended up getting a hot dog at Casey's. And who doesn't love a wiener by the castle? <laughs> who doesn't love a wiener by the castle? And it was super crowded. I kicked a duck. That's another t-shirt. Sorry, mm -hmm. please don't yell at me. It was a total you accident. You kicked a duck? I did. So she was walking with her hands full. So nice. I had my, so you know, the patio was like full of people, right? And Jen had a table and I was walking with a tray full of hot dogs and the duck was just like walking between tables trying to get a snack. And I didn't see it because I had a tray in front of me and I it felt like I kicked like a little soft football. It, to be I fair, it, hard, it like, didn't even squeak. It, it kind of looked at her like, did anyone see this? Because they would boo and hiss at you. Yeah, no, it was like the top of my foot hit its underbelly, like that kind of thing. Like I didn't like. Disney ducks are so nice. Yeah, seriously, the duck did not even flinch. And so I don't think I harmed the duck. But anyway. I was going to say, like, a no, New York No a ducks New York were City harmed duck. in the filming of this. Yeah. <laughs> so we sat and we chatted. The hub was getting crowded. I, I, was, I found myself looking around to see how many people were wearing bracelets so that I could figure out how many of these people were going to be leaving, right? Because I was getting nervous. It was a little crowded, and I wasn't happy about that. Um, but everybody just stayed in the hub to watch the show and, you know, I'm not super, um, sentimental. So I did not care about you halfway think? ever after. If you do, it's your jam, go for it. But for me, yes, I took, I would take that time and did take that time to ride as many rides as possible. Which was um, very cool too, because it happened to be while we were on, um, Thunder Mountain. So we got to see the fireworks while we yeah. were riding the roller coaster. It was That's pretty cool. cool. Um, what else? And so, yeah. And then again, like you said, for me, the next top priority would absolutely 100% be those PhotoPass photographers. But you have all that time between 7 and 9 or 9.30, depending on when the party officially starts, to ride rides with, I'm telling you, no weights. That'll vary depending on how busy not only the party is going to be, but the park is that day. Um but I think you can get a lot of that stuff done. And then as soon as 930 hits, just start hitting those photos. For me, those were the most important things. Sprinkle See, I'm, the, in there. I, I'm the opposite of you guys. I would skip every single photo opportunity. Every <gasps> and single what instead though? Watch the cavalcades? I would do the cavalcades. I would, would do the rides. I would do the rides. I would completely I think you skip do, photos. I think you can do the rides and the photos. Yeah, I wouldn't even, like if there was more than two people in front of me, I wouldn't do a photo op. Oh, I wow. do it. They're such cool pictures. What are you going to do them. with the photos? If it's not a mission for like work or for information, what are you going to do with those photos? Are you going to put them up in your family room? Maybe. Yeah, well, <laughs> She's right. but can we, you know, one thing that we haven't discussed yet, which I thought was kind of one of the most fun parts of this night was the people watching because there were yeah. some really cool costumes. So yeah. I didn't neglect to mention you can dress in costume for the after hours event. And people did, and they were really creative and awesome. So that was that was really fun too. My job was to sit and wait for the cavalcade so we, we, we could get those on video. And I was happy doing that and just watching everybody walking. It was like a it was like watching a parade. I was I like watching the people. If I was with my kids, trick or treating would have to happen. 
Yes. And rides. And maybe some exclusive, like I saw, I don't know if you talked about the churro when I was off when my internet was being a pain, but that Melissa Fent churro looked not great. Um, I, I was afraid you were going to say it looked good. I was like, no, mm, no, no, I love churros. And that churro did not, I was not sitting okay with it. It smothered. We'll, we'll post a photo of that too. I wasn't thrilled with the snack offerings. I'm not going to lie. I expected more. And usually at Not So Scary, they have a savory offering, like a burger or something. I tried that, that burger. They had the last one. Um, the burger was, it was called Munster's or Monster's Burger or something yeah. like that. It was Monster delicious. Man. It looked delicious. Yeah. And again, was, like if we're comparing, After Hours had a lot of offerings. After Hours had alcoholic beverages that you could get at the, the Diamond. After Hours, not the this villains, After Hours. Sorry, yes. No, the Villains After Hours had at the Diamond Horseshoe, you could go in. Like I had a, I want to say I had a sangria of some sort. But you had to have a reservation. Oh, for sure. No, no. This was like a quick service place. We went in, you were seated. Oh, I was thinking tree. Sorry. No, no, no. Um, you went in, you were seated, and you could order off their special af Villains After Hours menu. And we got, like, I'm going to have to dig out my pictures, but I remember eating some sort of, like, mac and cheese or something and that was exclusive to that party. And yeah. we were we were drinking. I got I asked Betty. I got pictures. So, in your experience, so this was my first After Hours event. But I have an impression, and I don't think it's necessarily a fair one, but you've been to more than one after hours event. In your experience, do you think the after hours events versus the parties are geared more towards adults than children, or do you think it's the same? Really, the only kid thing from this boobash was that Mickey uh, cavalcade. I think, every, first of all, the fact that it didn't start until 930, I think definitely speaks to the fact of this is an adult thing. Yeah. I don't recall seeing a lot of strollers. I didn't see a lot of children in general. However, I thought maybe that was because it was August 10th. Parents aren't thinking Halloween with their kids yet. So maybe, maybe. there's that. But it's also very late. It's like, late. I it's don't think really late. Yeah, so the, and this is interesting because again, uh, the very merriest party after hours party tickets have are have just been released, and that one also doesn't start until very late. So it, it's interesting. It, it was I mean, definitely a, I thought it was definitely an adult vibe. It felt more adult to me, which is fine. I'm not kids are a hundred percent welcome. It's not to say it's scary. It's not rowdy. It's none of those things. It's just late. I was gonna say it's just it's the late factor. I mean, even with a seven and nine year old, I'm sitting there going, "That is late." Like I don't know that Lily would have made it. I think if my if I had gone with my family, I probably we would have probably split up, and I would have taken the older kids, and Mark would have gone back with Lily because I yeah. don't. I just don't see it happening because not only does that, I don't want to say it ruins your day, but I would certainly not plan a park day that day and then go into the party. And then the next day, if you're up until 12, so the party ended for us at 1230, but I don't think we got back to our room until two. I feel like I didn't go to bed until two. And so the next day I was done. <laughs> like I was not feeling good. And a seven year? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I know. Sometimes kids are 
better than we are, but that's true. It's tough. It's tough. But like I said, I just think there's a ton to do. You'll get your money's worth. And when I was saying, I want to clarify, because earlier I was like, I would, you could do both the rides and the photos. Um, I don't, I still don't think you could do all these photos. I really don't. No. Unless you definitely have to pick and choose. You were doing once the party started, which I also wouldn't do. But um, I was gonna say, I'll clarify. I think I'd do maybe one. I'd pick my favorite one, and that's what I would do with my family as the one. Like this is our picture for going to Boobash. Then I'd be done. And that's what I think you have to do at all of these events because they're so short and there's so much to do. You really do need to. Your best strategy is to not go the first night. <laughs> <laughs> to listen to these podcasts and read well, the blogs. These, just this one. Just right. This one. These, I mean, I meant these by podcast and blog <laughs> to see what to expect and what all is available and then make a plan and stick to the plan because it is, it's, you do need to prioritize because otherwise you'll never see Juliana in the park because we just were not together the whole night. <laughs> It's true. It's true. We started off together and then I was like, this is not going to work anyway. So yeah. So I guess that's it for our feelings about Boobash. Overall, I thought it was super fun. I thought the vibe was great. I thought, um, I had a great people were in super festive moods. It was, it was overall just a really general happy experience. It was, um, it was a, a taste of normalcy because we tried to do everything and you can't. I say the biggest takeaway I saw from not going, but seeing on social media were the wait times. Everyone was super happy with the wait times for the rides. Very, very happy. And I think a lot of people are frustrated right now with no fast pass system. So this might be a great way for you to get to those rides without being frustrated with long, long wait times. I think it's actually like if you're if you're just going, you know, and skip a Magic Kingdom day and do this instead, you will you will do all the rides. Yeah. So, but we have a mouse tip that, that Jen sort of hit on earlier, which um, I, I strongly advise if you do decide to go to this party, don't do a park. If you can afford it in your trip, like if, if you have, you know, enough days in your trip where this can be your down day, do it. Don't go to a park on your party day. It makes for a really long day, a brutal day. It will be hot at least through mid-October. Um, so you could even, you know, that's not to say sit in your room all day, have a resort day, use the pool go to Disney Springs, um, go play miniature golf. We even went to Blizzard Beach and relaxed, which could be totally relaxing. That's not an intense park. Um, without children. have a chill day so that you, what'd you say? I said without children. Blizzard Beach is not very relaxing with children. Fair enough, fair <laughs> enough, good point. Um, yeah, and then even the day after, like Jen was saying, we flew out the next day and we were not, having the greatest morning so if you're sticking around maybe go to epcot because it doesn't open till 11th or just do a rest day after your event night if, if that's but just <laughs> we're not spring chickens <laughs> speak for yourself and our kids, kids. <laughs> okay <laughs> so that's my that's my mouse tip i think that's all right yep all right You've squandered another perfectly good evening chatting with us, and we thank you for that. We hope you learned a little something about Boo Bash, since it's a little different than Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party of the past. Let us know in the comments what's your favorite thing about an after-hours party at Magic Kingdom. And for more Disney fun and the latest news, follow along on our Facebook page, Disney Planning and Chat by Mouska Moms, and our blog, Mouska Moms with an S, blog.com. Bye, guys.
Thank you for listening and having a drink with us this week. Tune in every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for new episodes. Mouse Kamams are avid travel enthusiasts and our podcast is sponsored by Kingdom and Cruise Travel. If you are interested in booking a vacation to Disney or any other worldwide destination, be sure to check out the website, kingdomandcruise.com, and their Facebook page, Kingdom and Cruise Travel. These traveling moms are signing off. And remember... Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Now it's time to say goodbye to all our company. Because we like you. Yeah.